Hey everyone, welcome to Reading Minds and Solving Crimes. This is a podcast where three close friends talk about the show The Mentalist. Uh, we watch two episodes each week and we talk about it for an indeterminate, oh God, in, indeterminate amount of time. Joining me today, we have Scott Lee. Oh shit, I'm first. You're gone, you got it. You're on the, you're on the clock. All right, wait, wait. Wait, I have a question for you. A bit. Okay. Uh oh. This is this is a listener style question. Exactly, you cannot answer this question. I will be quiet. Two women go to a a spa. Two they women, one the, spa. Yeah, two women go to one spa. They they get the whole shebang. They're laying down. They've got a mud mask on, and they have something over their eyes. Okay. What do they have over their eyes? Lime. What? Oh man, Habik. Wait, what what think about that for a second. You gotta so say this, you this, gotta say the whole question again. Alright, so <laughs> you got two women going into a spa. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> they they are lying down, they have mud masks on. Something is placed over their eyes. What is it? So they're lying down. Yep, they have something that, that they've placed over their eyes. What is placed over their eyes? I don't I don't know. What? What did you what did you say before? I said lime. Think about that. You want? Do you want? You want lime juice in your eyes, homeboy? <laughs> oh, oh! I thought it was like some kind of trick question. Is that not- no? <laughs> nope. No trick. Sacco, do you want to tell him what is actually there? Those, while while similar in color and also a food, <laughs> they are cucumber slices. Cucumber okay, slices. that makes sense. This, but is I mean, brought, this is brought to my attention that we missed it the last time you said this on the episode that concerned a spa. Oh, did I actually say that you there said, are limes you on said there? Li- you said limes at the time, <laughs> and apparently we just glo- we completely glossed over that fact. So, Yo, on the in the world of the mentalist, maybe they use limes. Sorry. Maybe it was limes. She was maybe dead. Was all right, I just, I'm yes. not saying. <laughs> maybe we missed something, and the killer killed her, and then put limes in her eyes just to rub it. Exactly. In. <laughs> it's like. Uh, what is it? Egyptian, where they they put coins. Yeah, it's it's a token well, to oh, the yeah, underworld. Greece. Yeah, couple yeah. limes to pay, to pay the to pay the keeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you pay to go to Caron? the underworld, Caron. Chris Sacco? Caron. Uh what Caron. I would pay? I mean, I'm hoping I don't have to pay for a long time, but maybe like a couple bucks or so. Just toss that guy a, a few dollars. It's probably expensive now, man. Yeah. You wanted like, All right, like you get that premium boat package. Fifty you bucks, get, like, maybe like a freeze of snacks. Fifty bucks. I don't know. <laughs> you think you think U.S. dollars are going to be the currency? You got no. I mean, trade in goods. Dude. I'll convert yeah. that. There's got to be like an area where it's like you're getting on a plane or something where I can convert in the airport. I'll pay the fee. That's fine. They're, pro- they're probably them- running the gold standard down there. Oh, know? they could be. I yeah. Would, if I was you, I'd give them one of your saxophones. How you know how cool it'd be to fucking. Go down the river sticks while he's busting out sweet sax beats. I mean, can does Caron play sax? Not yet, but he's got all the time. <laughs> all right, let's go, Caron. He <laughs> can't play it without a saxophone. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. That's dude. true. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I've been doing this thing. I had a few days off of work, and for whatever reason, I decided to start. Looking around for any place that makes good shawarma. That's and this. I've, so for any reason, listeners out there, that's not like a weird thing for a big. A big loves shawarma. This is like this is like the eighth time I've heard you like be like. I a, just had. I was just so, looking okay. around for like, shawarma. Like rewind so the, pr- the problem. The you, you, problem is is like 
I, it's not, I, I'm not going to say pizza because there's a good pizza place around here. There's a good Chinese place around here. But the problem is there's no control of places. Like, it's, it doesn't exist. So it's why like, is that? Where has, your, where has your escapades taken you? So I, I went to a couple different places. I went to Somerville a few times. Um, Isn't the Shawarma Palace down there? Falafel Palace or whatever? That's in Cambridge. Cambridge. That place it's, it does. It's not. It's not a shawarma palace anymore. It's like M- Moody Palace. It's something weird. Is it the same thing? Do they have bomb shawarma? Because that shawarma was bomb. So I haven't. I mean, I already. I've already been there before, but I didn't go on this in this recent like uh, ex paid. But there was a local place that opened up that had falafel and stuff. That place was mediocre at best. But. This past weekend, I, I drove 40 minutes out of my way to go to Norwood, and this place had some legitimately good shawarma. Norwood's pretty far south from you. <laughs> so, so my That's question- the issue, though. Now it's like, now you know there's a good place, and it's like forever away. Yep. It's, but, but it's one of those things where it's like, if I, if I crave it enough, it's like, do I go like 15 minutes out of my way to a place, or do I go 30 minutes out of my way- Maybe 40 with traffic and whatnot to get exactly what I want for oh, peace of mind. The thing is, when it's exactly what you want, you drive the distance. You gotta go. Well, I you think. Gotta go. Yep. Well, so that's that. My question to you is if you're craving something very particular, how far is too far out of the way to just go to a place on a whim? Emily and I have rented a hotel room to drive down to Rhode Island to go to a ramen place that we really like. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> so I, so over an hour. I I feel like an yeah, hour yeah. is like the yeah. So I think there's a there's a difference though, right? Like so that may that's like your main choice. But you wouldn't drive there and drive back on the same day, would you? Maybe. Okay. So because so, I think there's a difference in being like, you know what, we're gonna make a day of this thing, but like the impetus for the vacation or the trip is food. I've definitely yeah. done that, but specifically like specifically a bowl of ramen. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever the food of choice is, right? Like, because to be completely honest, there have been days where sitting talking with Sarah very recently, I've been like, mm, dinosaur barbecue sounds good, and that's five and a half hours away in Syracuse. <laughs> that's a waste, <laughs> and like that's a that's a hike, but it's something that you know at a certain point, that's not going to be out of the question. Like, we're just going to go do that. <laughs> But I think, like, in general, about an hour. I'd drive an hour an to get hour something that I really want. Yeah. It has to be really good. It has to be really, It, really it has good. to be, it, like, the the donuts that we got out at the place in Indian Orchard, Scott. Like, those kind of things when you're like, I want that. Yeah. No, it has no substitute will do, yeah. Right. The, like, Donna's donuts are good. Gets, so the problem, and I was thinking about this, is that it's hard because if it's too far away, then like you said, Scott, I feel like then you'll make up excuses. So, okay, here's a good example. I have actually Scott used to be there too, but uh, we we had we had a lot of friends out in Western Mass, and there's some particularly good stuff in Western Mass. So I, yeah, I'm thinking like yep. wings in particular. There's some college wow. wings that I still think about. Yo, just go and get those in Lowell. It's the same. Yeah. It's, it's, not the same. Same. it's not the it's same. It's not the same. It's not the same. If, you, eat, not the the same. if you eat them in the store, which I have done, it is almost the exact same. 
Mission Cantina is bomb. Though. Yep. Mission Cantina also fantastic. But uh, what I mean, all right, so what I'll basically, I'll be like, oh, I'll just visit a friend. And maybe I hit that restaurant up two or three times. <laughs> there, but, this makes know. me feel a lot worse about all the times you came to visit me. No, no, listen. No, I, we were listen, there for the. We were I'm there just, for I'm the Scott. Just, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> By the time we showed up, it was like ten at night, and yeah. <laughs> we would just drink our faces off and be too hungover for food the next day. Yeah, when did we ever show up to your house before like eight p.m.? Maybe once. Wow. So, but yeah, no, I agree with you, Bic. It's like I'm gonna make if if I really want the chicken sandwich i'm gonna make the excuse to go do something near the chicken sandwich and just happen to buy the chicken sandwich you know that's why i think like 45 minutes is probably my actual max of like i would like nothing else like i don't nothing else to like excuse making it's just 45 minutes is like enough that i could just go there get the food drive back and just eat it at home like a gross human being <laughs> see at that point i'm eating it in the car i'm eating it in the car or there yeah that there, works yeah. too yeah we i mean <laughs> gotta get that fresh taste we did that sarah and i went and got chicken wings tonight well chicken fingers they were delicious but we drove 15 minutes to eat chicken fingers and we sat out in the rain and ate them because they're shitty when you bring them home they get <laughs> yeah. all soggy fried food no good. You That's can always true. tell a high-quality restaurant if they give their takeout invented boxes. Sizzling Kitchen's got the venti boxes. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. They understand. They're smart. <laughs> They're smart people over there. Shout out to Sizzling Kitchen. Also, if you want shawarma, I think there's a bunch of places in Lowell Lebec. I haven't tried any, but I'm pretty sure there's a yeah, few. There, there's, yeah, at least one that I was going to check out, but I don't know why. I I, well, that, that'll be next on my list, maybe. When you go, I let me brief, know. I'll eat lunch with you. Hell yeah. I have a brief aside. Yes. Um, that's, that's semi food related. <laughs> um, so I, we know we all play a lot of D and D and we know that I've run a lot of game stuff, but so I'm, I'm working on a one shot campaign for a friend. Uh, and I was talking to my wife, Emily about it. And I, we, this is like, as she's like, basically we're in bed, like she's about to like fall asleep, but I was talking to her about like puzzles and stuff. Cause you always try to come with like funny little things that are going on or whatever. So I was telling her about some of the ideas I had. And this is this is the idea she came back at me with. You wake up, you're in a vat. The vat is full of soup. You have a spoon in your hand. You know what to do. <laughs> is that a, is that like a riddle or more of just? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you just kept repeating. You know what to do. So are you supposed to just eat the soup out of the vat? This seems <laughs> this seems less like a riddle and more of like it's like uh, that scene from Seven where the, for fucking yeah. we're gluttony. <laughs> yeah. I never saw oh, Seven. Good God. I heard it was good though. Uh, Great so movie, good. really right. fucked up. I would not recommend it to just like casually watch. But right. yeah, yeah, yeah. got to be in a mood for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, oh God. Oh God. My mind's blanking. Oh yeah. You if, know. You know what to do. Babe. You know what to do. If people. If people have good riddle-like suggestions for Scott for his D and D campaign, where can they uh, pop that information at us? Second, e- you can uh, you can tweet us at itsmindcrimes.com or you can email Scott directly at scottsoupfat at hotmail.com. And if you want to talk to us about the show, you can email us at. It's mindcrimes at gmail.com. And I think I screwed up the Twitter handle. It's at mindscrimes. So yeah, get us there. Tweet at us. We love it. Hell yeah. Uh, and if people want to watch episodes of The Mentalist, where can they find that, Scott? 
Mandalus is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, it was also proposed to me what happens if Amazon Prime drops the Mandalus. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what happens at that point. <laughs> well, no, no. You know what happens at that point. No, I know what happens. <laughs> yeah. But. We'll go to the high seas. Or we'll find the DVD box set in your backyard somewhere. I'm going to. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> uh, so, so this week we're talking about episode 17 and 18 of season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what did you guys think? How was this collection of episodes? I thought they were all right. They were they they fell back for me in that like completely mediocre land. Um, uh-huh. I watched them twice. I watched them by myself because if if sorry listeners out there, we're a little bit late on this one. We we got a little hung up with stuff. But uh, I got to watch them twice because Sarah couldn't watch them with me the first time. We were doing a bunch of different things. Um, I enjoyed them. They were fine. The second one was super hokey, though. Russet potatoes. Well, yeah. was, it was super hokey, and well, like it was. I love the second. The one. second one is amazing. It was. I it was fine. It was super dopey. Like it was. I think of, this one. I think this one is like moderate, fine material. The second one, I think, is great. There were some, I, there yeah. were some parts in the second one where I was like, "That's gold," but like overall, they were. It was kind of a doofy episode. So if you think of the way I think of the second episode, is it? It's uh, it's like an X Men episode. Like, and I think it works so well if you think of it as like a superhero, like super villain. Okay. Story. It's okay. I think it's fantastic. I think I think the first one was good too. I thought uh, yeah, the first one's good. I thought they were good. Like they, I don't think they were middle. They were middle and above. They were not. They were not in the bottom half of what we've seen for sure. Um, I but, I want to say episode and, and we can focus on it, but episode eighteen might be like a him. top three I, for me at least. It might be a top three of the season. No, honestly. no way. Yeah, is, I think so. No uh, way is it a top three. Nope. Yeah, I don't put either of these in the top three. No, we got a few more episodes before the season's over, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. We can, maybe we have a maybe we have a tier list at the end. We tier list these out. For okay. uh, for now, let's talk about uh, the episode seventeen. Yeah, uh, which is Chameleon Inc. Is that right? Carnelian. Carnelian Inc. It's a made up word. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it it's supposed to I think evoke red feeling. Oh sure, yeah. I guess that fits with the theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's give us give us a general outlook on this one, Zacco? What's what's up with this episode? So, Carnelian Inc. is um, there's a double murder first and foremost. And do we want to jump right into who killed people? Yes, because I don't remember. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, but he liked the episode. So, yeah. Carne- So, I guess we'll do a quick little explanation of who Carnelian and what Carne. So, Carnelian Power and Trust, I think, is the name of the. Um, there's some fancy pants like trust company that just buys big companies and then lays people off. And, you know, again, we're talking 2008, 2009, where the the economy was complete disaster piece. Everyone was losing their jobs. Nobody could do anything. Coincidentally, is right when we graduated. So that was a goddamn blast <laughs> out of school. Well, not when Scott graduated. Um do you think do you think the writers just hate rich people or do you yes. think this was yeah. like a timepiece of like I think it's a we combo. Can easily jump on I think it's a combo. Like, I think it's a I think it's a very Yeah, I, I think they're definitely class conscious if nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Cuz it's just like it's at this point it seems a little relentless, but like I don't mind cuz like they yeah. I, they're well, also easy targets to like it's very yeah. on point. <laughs> it yeah. is very uh, Fuck these guys. good in 2008. Good, good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so what ends up happening is, you know, we start the we start the 
episode with some with a thick looking cop wandering his way through the uh, the CBI headquarters holding like a <laughs> one piece of paper. And Cho stands up and he's like, oh, that's email hadn't been invented yet. Sacco gave him cut him. Some <laughs> yeah. So Cho's like, that's a guy from the attorney general's office. We got a live one. And Patrick Jane, who's still working, I think, on the same massive Sudoku book is sitting there <laughs> and he's like, "Ooh, great. Something to do. <laughs> and what the cop was holding, he gives it to Lisbon. And Lisbon's like, we got an email. And it says something along the lines of like at 1115 a.m. on today's date. At X latitude, X longitude, a like rat finkin jerk bag who's like a greedy, arrogant, greedy person is going to die. And it's in the middle of the desert, three hours away, and the, the gang squads up. Van Pelt gets told to hold down the fort because someone needs to answer the phones. That was a dick move, I feel like. Such a dick move. Because, like, because Jane's like... (laughs) She's so excited. Because Jane's like, let's do a picnic. And she's like, a picnic? Sandwiches? I I like... Who doesn't like sandwiches? And so Lisbon... Lisbon just shuts that shit down. Lisbon's like, Rigsby, you're driving. You're the fastest driver. We can make it. And then, you know, Van Pelt stands up and she's like, yeah, just just sit down, you idiot. You're answering the phones. Someone's going to ban the phones. There, um, there, there's a whole office filled with people. All yeah, right, you can, those can people take don't a work here, yeah. but so, they're all criminals. Oh. So they drive out to the middle of the desert. There's some doofus scene about uh, Patrick Jane. He picks up, he picks up a fossilized worm, and he's like, "This is a fossilized worm. All of this was ocean, and there were giant sharks." And he hands the worm to Cho, and Cho goes. This is a goat turd that's about six months old and throws it over his shoulder, which I laughed at. And Dude then, like, was waxing poetic, man. It was yeah, great. Could not. And then about ten seconds later, when they're all like, "All right, fine, we're leaving," some guy just starts yelling, falls from the sky, dead. And mm-hmm. then the like theme song hits or whatever. But what we find out is that this dude, David Whitaker. He's a VP of Human Resources for Carnelian Inc., Carnelian Trust, whatever. Um, And they were like the Carnelian Trust people, the company. They were on some cockamamie adventure, outdoor get-together. It was a retreat. It was a a company retreat. Corporate bullshit retreat. Um, (laughs) We'll all get together and we'll learn about each other. And so uh, this guy, Randall Falk, who's the CEO, who's a giant knob, um, organize the whole thing and you know you hear like someone cut this parachute on purpose they knew this was going to happen the, the parachute instructors like they knew this was going to happen that's terrible i've never had these issues um and so then you know that's like that's how it starts and the 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 cbi crew they're trying to figure out who would have motive at this point so they start investigating first off who has access to these parachutes uh, and they come up with th- these this people called Lee Skelling. Um, and that's I think that happens in a little bit, right? What happens before yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. So so um, there's a couple things here that were pretty good. What yeah. what I would say if they like uh, Scott kind of alluded to is that uh, all the all the characters here do like a fantastic job of immediately just coming off as just like entitled douches like i i want to say the yeah. mr falk uh his his first like comment is like hey like you're gonna hear from my lawyer he's talking to like the plant instructor who's like i i've yeah. worked here for like 10 years and this has never happened you know like 
um they he, they say stuff or they they have such gems as um we need to keep going forward with the retreat because quote unquote it's what the victim would have wanted <laughs> <laughs> Um, as a as a real quick aside, um, if people if if this is something if this is an episode that people enjoyed because of like the douchebaggery of of the characters, I highly recommend people watch the show Succession because oh I've, yeah I've seen an episode I think it is it is it does such a good job of like this kind of rep- representation of just like super entitled elite like people and it's just like their machinations in the world it's just it's so good um i only bring it up because there's like an episode or two where they do their own version of the retreat and it's just oh it's fantastic um i think the only other thing you miss is that they do get a, or and a message airs on the news from john q public that uh they proved <laughs> their strength and if unless Carnelian changes their ways, they'll they'll make them pay again. Well, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that first email was was written by Joe Q. Public. Hey guys, Joe I'm Q. Just, Public. I'm just an <laughs> average everyday American man. We didn't. We didn't time, talk about. Wasn't there a John Public or John like? No, wasn't there a Denzel was, Washington movie? Oh, um, there's. I thought there was John Q. But wasn't John that Q? like a hospital thing? Wasn't there like hospital bills or something? But it was like no, because like he was like a dad of a son that like couldn't get like a transplant or whatever, yeah. and then he like tastes like the the hospital like hostage. So I know that what his son about. could get. Yeah, 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 I never saw that. Was Sounds good, good though. It, it was peak good. Denzel Washington for that yeah, era. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, can't, I mean, it was good enough that it's still in my memory banks now. So, so that's that's a good movie. Good enough is, is that is yeah. two that is two moons out of ten. Ah, don't watch Moon; it's terrible. But anyways, it's in this situation, the moons. one one out of ten is a one moon. <laughs> yeah, right. So okay. So, so anyways, <laughs> they hear this thing on the TV, and they're like, "We're gonna we're gonna do it again." Um, and so they're they're it's it's <laughs> watch me, I'll do it again. <laughs> it's Jane and Lisbon at this like ranch, right? Their their company retreats so, at like a ranch with all yes. of these other people. So they're in the middle of nowhere and they do fun activities like hiking and kayaking and paintball and shit. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently skydiving to your death. But so they, you know, Jane asks or one of them offers up the fact that they have a register, a register <laughs> of malcontents. Wow. And it's all the people who've threatened to sue or have tried to sue or complain. And so they send them, they send the CBI this list and Van Pelt checks it against the list of the people who work at the airport that would have had access to the shoots. They come up with one dude named Lee Skelling. And then the next, Classically. then the next scene is Lee Skelling getting pulled out of his home by Rigsby and Cho yelling and screaming, you pig suck, blah, 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 blah. And all right, guys, I have a question here. How quickly in real life, is that little boy shot? Because as <laughs> soon too depressing of a thought. <laughs> I, it's a terribly depressing thought, but like th- the reality is, a little boy comes out of the house, cocks a shotgun at the two cops, and tells them to stop and points the gun at them. Rigsby and Cho don't even draw their guns, but they <laughs> no, have. No, no. Uh, I think Rigsby does draw. They both or, put their or, hands or, on yeah. their guns. Right? Yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. draw their guns out of their holsters. And this should, I give it. I give it fifty-fifty in real life. Depends. So, 
on I, where they are. I'm gonna take out the char- like the actual characters of this equation because I like the actual characters. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. The, the so the problem. Oh god. Okay. Very so, depressing. The is, no, no. But the problem is that we've seen, this has happened before, and they're white, and they're usually fine because yeah, that's fair. Because we've seen motherfuckers storm the goddamn capital, and they, we have. And we have. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We have. Yep. Do you they guys do know, be white. Do you remember, I want to say it was a couple years ago now, where there was these people that were pissed and they they literally took over like a yeah. U.S. reserve, like a like a like a landmark or something. Yeah, and they like they they like had guns and they holed up in there for like a week and they were totally yeah. fine. Oh, like, no yes, one they cared. do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, listen, it's a it's a very depressing thought. But I'll also say I'll, I'll say that is all 100 percent true. But I also will say that even with the child being white, it really depends on the cop. Like I feel like there is a good amount that would that would just shoot Cause, anyway. Because I think yeah. there's a, there's a difference between people and I'm not. I do, don't mince my words. Twitter and podcast people. I there's a difference between like having a gun and holding an area. As opposed to coming out and aiming a shotgun, essentially point blank at two people. There is a difference there. <laughs> Both of them are situations where people should, are probably going to get shot. Um, color of skin does make a massive difference in this country, which is a giant pile of garbage. But I think that little boy gets shot in real life. Like, I think he gets he, shot. I say, I say the- 50-50 that situation, like 90-10 if he's a person of color. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure, 90-10. Let me put it, this is a situation that they felt comfortable airing this on a relatively fun, like, fun show, 2008. Yeah. This would, ne- they would never show this no. today because, unfortunately, people in their minds would be like, that kid might die right now. And this yeah. is not supposed I mean, to be I mean, I still felt, I still felt like it was a tense scene regardless, but that also might be looking at it from, na- like, now. I, I think I had a big big now skew to my brain I'm like well. whoa how did this little boy not just get blown away also <laughs> it, really, it really changes the scope of the whole episode well, he does that. <laughs> plus the other the other part too is that like this show hasn't pulled punches really on a gun is pointed at someone and most of the time the cops are shooting like the cops have shot like <laughs> they've murderized people they haven't killed any kids yet. <laughs> no, they haven't killed any I, children, but no, children haven't yeah. killed any guns. <laughs> yeah. It, it's <laughs> I don't, we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully the show isn't just like about re- blowing away I kids. Really <laughs> don't I don't shoot any kids. <laughs> we, we have talked a lot longer about blowing up kids. The scene itself is is played as like a heartwarming moment because it's the, the father's like, hey, like listen, like as the kid is cocking his gun, the, the dad's like, it's not loaded. Like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not. like, it's not. Don't worry. Like, the kid's trying to, like, help his dad, but he's like, dude, like, just, just go back inside. Get, <laughs> like, get, go on, get. Yeah. I'm the only one that can be this weird survivalist motherfucker. <laughs> Super weird. Super yeah. duper weird. But, they, anyways, uh, th- they take him in and, uh, what uh do you, what happens here, Scott? Um, so basically they're interrogating him. So the reason he's on the malcontent list is apparently because he sent a letter to Carnelian. Um, and the the summary of basically basically telling like what you would expect the actual murder here to say, like he was like you're gonna pay for it, whatever. It turns out that he was a part of some program 
when he was working, uh, I think he worked as like a lineman for making like aerospace products, mm-hmm. yep. basically. Yep. Um, and they have what uh, apparently a decent amount of companies have, which is some sort of uh, in- incentive for if you have a way to improve efficiency or improve overall production, they'll cut you a check for $50,000, I think what is, it was some, some bonus for, you know, because you're actually increasing the value of the company by significant, you know, probably millions or whatever it is. Uh, but then Carnelian bought that company before he got the bonus and then they basically shafted him. So he was pissed and said that he would, you know, eventually I think Cho gets him to say like, yes, I, I do want to kill yeah. them. And yes, if <laughs> I had the opportunity guys, to, yeah. I would kill them. But he it does make a specific point that he was, since he was in the, he was a ranger, I think in the army. Yep. Um, he was like, but like cutting someone's shoot is like a <laughs> that's no-go. real fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> which I always find funny. Like in the, you know, like I guess I understand that, but like that these there's these lines that like, oh yeah, I'd stab him right, in the, like I'd look him in the eyes and stab him, but like cutting his shoot, like that's dirty, man. Like they I, had all right. There was an earlier episode that had the same exact thing with the um the drug dealer who was like. Yeah, I left some voicemails being like, I'm going to gut you open. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I would have done that to his face. I would have just shot him in the back like some creep. (laughs) Or the bouncer guy was also like, yeah, do I want him dead? Yeah, sure. I want him (laughs) dead. (laughs) So that whole whole thing that you were just saying there, my favorite part of it was... So, and, and I pulled up the script just so I know the exact words. I had it, but I wanted to make sure I got it right. So... Cho asks him what you were doing the night before last from 9 p.m. till 9 the next morning. He goes, I was at work at home and then at home. Cho's like, at the airport? He goes, he goes, yes, I was at the airport. And yes, I could have gotten into the hangar and messed with the parachute, but I didn't, okay? I worked my shift and I went home and that's all I did. I didn't even know those Carnelian people were out there. And you know what? If I did, I wouldn't give a damn. And you know what? I wouldn't give a damn. Cho goes, even if you did know? No? And he goes, he goes, even if I did know, no, wait a minute. I'm screwing this all up. Uh-huh. Rewind. So he goes, and you know what? <laughs> we'll I- fix it in post. We won't fix it. He we'll goes, fix it in post. He goes, he goes, and you know what? Even if I, I wouldn't give a damn, even if I did know. And Cho goes, no. And there's like this weird two or three second pause. He goes, okay, yeah, I would give a damn. <laughs> That's why I chose the best because he gets it all. I'd give, I'd give lots of damn. They could give me that I, money. I can't lie to you, Cho. But then he he does the same thing. He's like, nah, you don't. You would. He, he said I would chop a man's head off and pee down his neck before I'd ever cut and That's shoot what that the way. Was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, had, I have honor. I'm yeah. I'm the good guy here. I ain't no freak. All right. All right. Oh, it's all so right. good. The uh, yeah, and and at that point, I, th- I want to say while that's happening, um, Jane and Lisbon are meeting with the, like the wife, uh, at the at Lee's like the, or at Lee's house, mm-hmm. um, and she, she's kind of like, no, listen, like yeah, like he was pissed, but like he would not, he would not kill this, and, we, and they're like, how do you know? And she's like, no, like listen, like I believe him, like he would not, blah blah, like do this stuff, and like yeah, but how do you know? And then she like. Wait wait, 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 yeah. wait. So there was a moment in this household, I will not say who said anything, but where a comment was made it during this scene, man, that's a really bad wig. <laughs> Dude, Sarah thought the same thing. She's like, I knew she was wearing a wig, but I didn't know why. She, I'm like, wow. Yeah, and then and then Is she folds it off and she's like, I'm dying. <laughs> and, 
I did not. Of, there was a lot of remorse. There was is, a lot it, of remorse. I definitely did not notice that I this didn't. person. Was, I mean, it was, it was pretty yeah. obvious. Well, I didn't notice. It was it was no, an I mean, immaculate disguise as she took off the immaculate disguise. Yeah, and ev- and everyone in the scene was surprised because it was <laughs> that's how normal people operate. Uh, but she's like, "I'm dying." I, I don't even know if she says I'm dying, but like the the strong implication is yeah. like, "I don't have long to live." Like he would not do this. Like he would lie really to me. Could have used the money. Like like or. I don't know if it comes up here or if it comes up later, but like, what he's basically like, hey, like, it sucks they didn't give me the fifty k, but it also really sucks that um, that he got fired because of it. W- because well, that that he got fired and it doesn't have insurance to cover the medical debt. What it yeah. again? I don't want to get we could we could talk we can the whole podcast right now. <laughs> but it's it's just funny because it? it's like one of those things where it's like man, like this always sucked. This sucked in two thousand eight. This sucked at all. But it's like it's so wild that like the, yeah. the idea of employers being attached to healthcare is, is a like big, not a big, more think, fucked up. Think about like, it this yeah. way: we didn't even you could she couldn't even start a GoFundMe at that point. I know it's <laughs> oh. true. They can. They could have emails printed out instead. I'm going to quit this podcast if we keep talking about yeah. this depressing oh, ass shit. Oh, I don't. It's, yeah. We're, yeah, right. We're, anyway, we're talking not. about anyway, it. Anyway, they, they, they saw that small child and they started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a murder TV show and it's more depressing talking about Very the United depressing. States healthcare system. They got a, hey, listen. They got a good ending. So, so um, okay. So, <laughs> 500K is not going to cover those yes, <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, might as well. That <laughs> child might have just torn up that check right there. <laughs> All right. So what we got? Oh, so um, at this point, I forget why, but Jade is like, "Hey, I want to go kick up some hornets' nests." Like this, this is boring me. Let me go over there yeah. and start fucking being weird. This so, shit's depressing. <laughs> let's, go, let's go. Let's go rile up some rich people. <laughs> so, so him and Lisbon kind of show up while while like the the rich assholes are like, I want to like in like a barn or something. I don't. Even, what were they even getting ready? They're for? getting ready to go for a horseback ride or something like that, or oh, coming back sure. from a horseback ride, something like that. As you do, <laughs> and Jade's like, just like, hey, I'm just gonna just start bringing up weird shit. Like, hey, you, you're the army. How badly do you want to like shoot your, your colleagues right now? Hey, this guy thinks you're a turd, but he won't say anything this, about it. This lady over here is definitely banging that guy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> None of them really have quite the reaction that he's looking for. I want to say, yeah. <laughs> as they're walking out, he's basically she's like, "You didn't really get anything." He's like, "No, I thought I'd get more." <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> These guys are soulless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I want to say like nothing too much happens there, but we do get a nice scene with uh, Jade and Lisbon, who who like as they're walking out, Jade's like, "I'm hungry," <laughs> so they like <laughs> hit up these, get some apples and stuff, and or a fruit stand. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> there's this delightful conversation about trust. <laughs> where, um, I forget exactly how it starts, but like they're basically they're talking about trust, and Jade's like, "Oh no, I, I trust people. Like I trust you." Lisbon's like fuck. I don't. Tr- I don't trust you. <laughs> Which again is a hundred percent validated because yeah. how many times have we seen? <laughs> how many times have you seen Jade not only lie but then take 
her like take her co-workers or take her subordinates and just <laughs> run away and do these elaborate like moves with them without yeah. her knowledge i think she brings up all that stuff she says she does she says of course not uh, you really don't trust me of course not how many times have you lied to me misled me tricked me is that trust no <laughs> <laughs> He look, the funny part is he looks hurt. He does. He's, like, he's shocked and hurt. Like, wait, I didn't. I didn't realize the consequences of my actions would come back in this way. But uh, they resolve it by having Lisbon do a trust. Fall. They re- that's, which I do love that he also like plays it back too. That so she falls like as far as she can before he catches yeah. her. What like, I really saved her this time. What I will say. What did you guys think though when he like when they do the zoom in on his face and he's like Lisbon? I really want you to know actually that like you can trust me regardless of what happens. I will be there because I thought it was sincere. I thought it was actually kind of nice. Yeah, I. I, I Yes and no, because he also will not hesitate to lie directly to her face the next time it's convenient for him to do so. So I think, so for me, right, like I agree with you, but I think when push comes to shove and all the chips are actually on the table, I think Lisbon should trust Jane. But Okay, the the thing is, it's to Jane, in Jane's mind, him... Like going behind Lisbon's back, or or like doing all this stuff, is not a betrayal in his eyes. In right, his yeah, eyes, yeah. it's just like like yeah. it like somehow in his mind, both things are true. He's like he's like you should trust me completely, but also I could just do all this weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're asking me if like if if we had a was it like a what's the like a trolley problem where mm-hmm. like he could derail a trolley that Lisbon's in front of. And kill like five innocent or like bystanders. I think he would pull the lever to kill the five innocent bystanders for Lisbon. Yes. If you're saying like that trust, then yes, I do think that is true. <laughs> yeah. No. He's. If you're asking whether he's gonna lie to her, or like, do like also yes. That. This is like that's all for in him. That's all part of their relationship. Is that yeah. he is he's that allowed ex- to do yeah, that? Yeah. I think in his head she has accepted that like he will lie to her and that's part of their agree- like in yeah. his head that's part of their agreement which is why he's so genuinely shocked that she's like wait how can you not trust me how do you not trust me i'm the most trustworthy as a silly aside uh once the season's over you should watch the season one blooper reel or like whatever because yeah. it does have spoilers but the part where he like bites the apple and then like throws it like 10 feet into a basket there's like 20 takes of him like missing <laughs> Oh, before we continue on, uh, so Jane's car. Yes, yes, Sacco, we know you're allergic to that. No, Jane's (laughs) Jane's car is prominently featured in this episode, uh, like a bunch of time, and it's a Citroen. It's a classic Citroen. I looked up the car, um, and I was we were driving along this weekend, and I was like, Sarah loves the car. She's like, that's the car I want to buy. I was like, okay. I like it. It seems like what was it? She, what did she have a PT? She had a cruiser. PT cruiser. <laughs> yeah. This seems like a PT <laughs> cruiser situation. No, it's, it's so pretty, but it also falls apart. Actively. It's it's a cool like I like Citroens. They're cool cars, and it's a classic one. That's like a 1950s or 1960s Citroen. Um, so I looked it's it got up. Some drip. Yeah, it's got some. That's definitely got some drip to it. But I I just went on Google, guys. Do not Google this. But I went on Google and I typed in what is Patrick Jane's car, and it popped up. It's like Patrick Chain's car is this, but it didn't say what it was until a few sentences in, and I got an aggressively Ooh, awful no. spoiler. 
from oh, no. season six of The Mentalist. Oh, no. And I uh, was livid. All right, all right, Rip, livid. But anyways, don't if look it, it up. If it makes you feel better, a lot of how because this has happened a few times, and sometimes it, it's not even true. Like what you end up That's reading true. is like it's like not even. It's like a weird like fan theory that. <laughs> I I hope I hope you're right. I hope because the no. only things I've, the only other things I've been really spoiled on bad has been. Um, Game of Thrones, and I got absolutely punted in the balls for those. Well, I mean, the only way to find out if you got spoiled, Zacho, is to look into it. And say, well, we'll, get, we'll get there two years from now. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. That's an aggressive timeline. Of yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to, to cap this scene, there is a nice part with uh, where Lisbon's like, like, listen, dude, me getting in your car every day is me trusting. <laughs> okay, like I don't need to do a fucking trust fall, you freak. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, but as they get back in the car and start driving back, because it's like a three-hour commute. Um, as they're trying to get back to the C- uh, C- CBI's office, yep, we get a call from uh, from Van Pelt, and she's like, "Hey, <laughs> like I got another message from like from Johnny C. Public or whatever his name is, John Q. Public, Joe John Q. Public, Public. Joe." <laughs> And there's there's some flowery language, but basically it's just there's a bomb. <laughs> there's a bomb. Hey, there's a bomb blowing up them rich kids. Uh, uh, so they 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 turn around and immediately head back. Uh, do, what happens here, uh, Zacho? Yeah, so they they go to the ranch uh, and they just walk in the Randall Fox room. It's like the middle of the night, dude sleeping, and they like look under the bed and there's a bomb. And the time's ticking down. There's like 20 minutes left in the bomb. <laughs> Quite a lot of time, honestly. Yeah, yeah really. Very, very unclimactic amount of <laughs> like time. Like a super long amount of time. I'm going to get anyway, coffee. Got, I'll you, come back. Yeah, you've got two days to get out of this. Yeah, you guys, you guys want anything? I'm running to Dunks real quick. I'll get you an egg sandwich if you want. But they flick the light on and, and Randall sits up and he's like, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, not to disturb you, but there's a bomb under your bed. And he's like, what? There's a bomb? And like, <laughs> I'm shocked. He doesn't seem too, he doesn't seem as surprised as a dude with a bomb under his bed should be, which means he, he did the killing. But so, <laughs> so this guy, he like starts to get up and Lisbon's jumps like, wait, wait, let me check something. Make sure that there's, I don't think there's any pressure plates. And he's like, you don't think? So he stands up and Jane goes, boom. <laughs> like he's like, who are you? They leave. The bomb hits. It's a nice touch because the guy really like he probably should have reacted more to to Jade be like boo. (laughs) (laughs) You did, yeah. Because the guy just kind of looks at Jade. It's it's pretty (laughs) funny, but so so like they leave, the thing goes down to zero, and the bomb doesn't go off. And then the bomb squad guy shows up and he's explaining the bomb. He's like, "This is some serious stuff. Like, this is military grade uh, explode like explosives." And it's a, like, the the firing mechanism is, like, it's hobby store stuff that he turned into a really, like, con- like uh, complex, elaborate. elaborate was the word I was looking for. Yeah, elaborate, like, firing mechanism and explosive thing, explosive device. Um, so that kind of just happens, right? So, like, I think the red herring is like, oh, was it the guy who's in the army, the marine guy? 
No, it wasn't him. I think the bomb guy like essentially mentions, right? It's, that, like, it's hey, military-grade well, explosives. There's, yeah, there's two military guys who are in play. Yeah. yeah. So now we're we're still on Lee, because Lee Skellig is still a, a suspect because he's military. And there's one of the guys, it's part of Carnelian Trust, it's also military. Like, maybe he's often people to get better. Um, and so they put out an all-points bulletin on Lee Skelling. And that dude's taken to the mountains. Yeah, that, <laughs> he's off the grid. That dude <laughs> immediately <laughs> leaves. They they talk to the to the wife real quick, and she's like, "Oh, don't know where he is." Jade's like, "He's in the mountains, isn't he?" He's, she's <laughs> like, "Hey, listen, I can't confirm or deny." <laughs> There's lots of mountains. All right, go ahead and look. This for motherfucker's him. in the mountains. And and Jane Jane's like, "You're right. <clears throat> We're not gonna find this guy." He knows what he's doing. We really fucking don't. Like we, this guy, this guy's got us beat. Wow. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, they they end up uh, like they put out a they put out a all points bulletin to try to find him, and um, they then I think don't they go back to uh, back to the group? Isn't it back to the ranch? They, yeah. So before that, they they end up going back to the CBI office to kind of just talk about what happened. And, yeah. Um. They, I forget who has a suggestion, but someone's like, because oh, they're like watching more commercials. Because like while all this is happening, they keep putting like the company keeps putting out more commercials, being like, like like we will not like curb to these terrorist actions. Like yeah. we are like we will stand firm. Like we, you know, and and represent the company proud. Um, yeah. And someone mentions like, yeah, they're down like fifteen percent right now. <laughs> like their stock is hurting. Yeah. And uh, they they're like, hey, can, can we find out? Like, has anyone like shorted the stock? Like, it maybe that could be like a particular reason why this is happening. Like, why John C. Public, which is this. also strangely pertinent to right now, yeah. which is odd. But yeah, <laughs> yep. <it's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> no, history <but> repeats. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's time is a flat circle. Dollar sign uh, GME. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh they so they find out this person is not smart. She puts her initials like as so the, stupid <laughs> criminal mastermind. Uh, she I it's it's one of the people from the retreat. Uh Nadia Sobel. There we go. Nadia Sobel. She's she, the one who's NS. She's banging Falk. Yes. Uh and she was the one that's shorting stock. So uh the group's like, all right, let's go like let's go over there and talk to her. Um and in that, they they go to the the ranch and it's just one of the dudes just laying there being like yeah they're all playing paintball I, I, it's real fun I wish I could do it too uh, yeah Benny wasn't because when they go out there Nadia gets fucking shot like a few times <laughs> like she 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 beans one person with paintballs and she's like hell yeah I'm the best and the they summary, just gets lit up the summary from the Wikipedia article is awesome this is the, this is the line. Nadia nails Deshaun with paint and then is immediately hit herself, colon, with real bullets. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's very accurate. (laughs) Super duper accurate. It's fantastic. That's great. That's great writing right there. That's good comedy, baby. So yeah, she gets Uh, murdered. So now we got two murders. The the team reconvenes. We should probably stop letting all these rich people die. Well, well, Mr. Falk's like, okay, this was this was all a bad mistake. <laughs> this, is, this is probably I probably made a mistake here so at some point. I don't know why we wanted to play paintball this bad. Like this was not worth it. 
Now people are dead. <laughs> so they yeah. go back they go back to the ranch and like they're all the crews all back together. Now two of their team of seven or whatever are dead. And they're like, you know what? Fox finally like, you know what? We're gonna cut it. We're done. We've But right after we do this game of Londa. <laughs> yeah, we gotta play we gotta play Jarts real quick, but then we're done. We're gonna we, we we're gonna skip the bago tournament. We're not playing horseshoes. It's just jarts, guys. But <clears throat> so they they <clears throat> they end their retreat, and uh, the team still doesn't know who did it. Although I think Jane at this point maybe does. Um, he just doesn't say it because he's an idiot. Although I don't know, maybe he doesn't know at this point. I think he does. You think, think he does it by this point? Because he has to have the bomb guy. W- work on the device right that's true yeah he does have the bomb guy work on the device um the, there's a nice um touch here as far as like the episode's concerned where uh, I, I i i feel like we've talked about it on air but there's um there's a lot of tells that the show does a lot of times where you could kind of figure out who the uh who the villain is just from like early stuff in the show like usually if the if the camera lingers on somebody a little bit too long that there's like no following scenes with the character like that's like okay that's a red flag like this this character is clearly going to show up later and probably going to be like the actual culprit um so at the beginning of this episode they they focus in on this old ranger guy the ranch, <laughs> the ranch hand. hand yeah it focuses on his face then it focuses yeah. in on jane seeing this person and then the ranger guy walks away, and this is never addressed again. <laughs> so it's like, okay, fuck. That's uh, clearly the ranger is going to be the guy who has a vendetta against them. Um, but the show does. The show actually is nice that it recognizes how it's pr- yeah, clear it's of a tell it is. Yeah. 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 So it'll kind of uh, bring that back. Because uh-huh. they do forensics on the bullets that shot Nadia, and they were very rare, very expensive bullets that belong to one gun that belongs to Jake the Ranch Hand. And so now it's like... From a, sh- from a shooting competition. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, well, Jake the Ranch Hand did it. But Jake the Ranch Hand did not do it. Uh, and we find this out by Jane going back to the ranch. And he's like, hey, so we got a lead. We think it's the Ranch Hand guy. Fuck, you want to... Jake. Jake, yeah. Uh, Randall, do you want to come in and help me out and talk with him? He's like, there's no... Randall's like, there's no way that it could be him. He's such a nice guy. He's salt of the earth. I've known him for six years. He's wonderful. So they go into like the the servants' quarters or the kitchen, whatever, where, where Jake the ranch hand is, and the bomb's on the table, and he's talking to him about like, hey, we found your gun, blah, 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 and the bomb's there. And Jane goes... One of the things that the bomb guy says is, don't touch the red terminal. Because even if the bomb was disarmed properly, if you mess with the red terminal, it's going to explode and everyone's going to die. So Jane has the bomb on the table and immediately goes to touch the red terminal. And Randall <clears throat> runs over. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. And Jane's he's like, like, what's this do? And it's like 10, 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he runs over and shuts it off. He's like, oh, cool. Nice work. So Jane rearms it. And the guy immediately shuts it down again. He's like, you idiot. What the hell, man? And, and Jane's like, how did you know how to do that? He's like, oh, it's lucky guess. He's like, yeah, okay, sure, buddy. So they arrest him, bring him back to the station. 
there's a there's a good line here, real quick, where uh, like in in the interim, right, where he's like he's like Jake, go get Lisbon, like we gotta arrest him, and the guy's like, you don't have proof, like you can't do any of this, and Jade's just like, man, I don't. He he says. Legal proof will be found, no doubt, but I don't need it. I just like to know that I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> it's so on brand. He doesn't care if this guy gets fucking. Uh, he solved the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. He, he got he, out of the good. Su- he got out of the soup fat. He knew what and he to do. He wonders why Lisbon doesn't trust him. <laughs> but yeah, so they uh, yeah. they bring him back to the CBI and like the their in the interrogation room talking with him and he's like you're never gonna catch me blah 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 you're like never gonna be able to do it and Cho gets an affidavit from Sobel's lawyer saying that she was gonna um, join the competitor like investing company and she was gonna file sexual harassment and she was shorting the stock because she knew they were gonna lose money Um, and eventually Randall gives up the goatees like and this is this sort of pissed me off like this really pissed me off to like, we're only going to get you on manslaughter one and we'll throw away the bullet, but you need to do something for me. And Randall's like deal. And the deal is a $500,000 check to the Skellings, which wow. as a big mentioned earlier is not covering the fucking bills. It It's a, uh, it, it very much because the show has done this a few times, and it still warms my heart. Like the the yeah. intent behind it, it's yep. just problem. It's just like it's like how quaint to think that five hundred k is gonna fucking how much could it cost, Vic? Ten dollars. <laughs> I'm just like, first of all, like this guy is worth billions of dollars. Like, yeah. how bad are you at negotiations? <laughs> like, Awful. they're like, oh. So two things I have here, which I think find both hysterical. One, the idea that like they can only get five hundred k from like taking away the death penalty is like that's like that's the best they can do. Two, what kind of power and jurisdiction does, does the CPI have that they're like that they're negotiating these terms with no lawyers? I, I mean, like no nothing. Yeah. You, huh. I'm gonna choose to believe that they were just like, yeah, if you do that, you'll be totally fine. And then, and then when it comes to sentencing stuff, they're like, we don't have control over like what yeah. the <laughs> what the, charges. The fucking ADA is gonna walk in, and they're like, why are you listening to this fucking idiot? He doesn't even yeah. work for us. Yeah, he's, he's a consultant. Yeah. yeah, at sentencing, Jane's like, nothing I say is binding. I'm not an employee of the CD. As he's like cutting the check, and he's like, what? And Jane's just like, yoink. <laughs> he works for Thank you, Billy's. Consulting agency starring Patrick Jade. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that was all. Say is aside to all this. Like, this is like a very uh, like elaborate and stupid plan that this rich guy is condu- like concocted. Like, where that involves killing two people in close proximity to him and planting a bomb. Like, why? Why didn't he just like hire someone to kill this lady? <laughs> It's and, they, and it was they, they like play it off like oh man this man has vision he's gonna it like because the whole idea is that like he, um he was gonna rebrand the company as like a Phoenix reborn that like they're gonna yeah. be all ethical and <laughs> they keep mentioning yeah. how they're like gonna be ethical now <laughs> yeah <laughs> which uh, is like, I, honestly that's objectively yeah, yeah, yeah. funny <laughs> yeah, yeah it is kind of funny. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, no, they it's real dumb to to, to kill one person as ass <laughs> and then kill the person you wanted to kill in the first place 
during an ongoing murder investigation. It's, it's somehow in his mind, he's like, I'm going to throw <laughs> off the cops by killing someone first. And it's like, the whole reason the cops are there is because you killed the first guy. My question would also be, do you, do you think he was hoping that Nadia would grab that shoot in the first place and that it would be like theoretically done with? And Maybe, then it like went, yeah. And then it went like awry from that point? And then he, when Jade's like, you clearly did, I think he's like, yeah, no, that was exactly what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You might totally be right. <laughs> I don't know. It's all weird. It was a weird episode. It was meh for was. me. It was fine. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. it. it was, like I, I said, I'm, I will always be a sucker for like a, a weird heartwarming ending that <laughs> doesn't the truly family, help, The family putting the one stick in the fireplace <laughs> and then the check shows up. And you might like, as well bake some eggs or something. Here you go. <laughs> bake eggs? We making quiches? All right. I'm in. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? I do, I do like watching rich people get bodied, though. That's always nice. Yeah. Well, so that's, that's fine. I'm glad the show can still represent. Yeah. <laughs> But then, anyways, uh, season one, episode eighteen, Russet Potatoes. Yeah. This so this possibly the greatest mentalist episode of all time. <laughs> I disagree. Casino episode was better. Anyways, Whoa. hey, yeah. um, I so was is carne carnelian is a made up word. You said. I believe it to be a made. I mean, it could be a real word because I didn't Google it. I'm gonna Google it I don't right have now time for that because russet potatoes are red, right? Yeah. So like No, russet potatoes are brown. Really? Yeah. There are there are red russets, but a classic russet is brown. Ah, uh, okay. All right. All right. Cuz like I'm Sacco, there were like 6,000 species of potatoes. We don't have time. <laughs> I'm not looking right through now. all of the potatoes. Jo- join us for our co-podcast, <laughs> the Potato League. <laughs> Potato Talk. No, carnelian <laughs> is a thing. Carnel- okay. Carnelian is a brownish red mineral. Used as a semi-precious gemstone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. Huh. Bada bing, bada boom. Neat. Anyways, close to like a tourmaline. Yeah. The uh, so the the two things I'll say about this episode is what I already mentioned it, but I if you put it in the context, because I I always fucking <laughs> laugh at the idea I, of Patrick Jade having the superpower that is hypnotism, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. it's <laughs> yeah. It's just always funny to me that like, that he has this in his back pocket. So it, it to, to, for me, immediately went to that idea of like almost like a Marvel supervillain of like now like he, the powers are in the wrong hands and he has to like go like go up against this other person who can also um, use these powers for evil. Uh, yeah. That's one of I them. Just- Oh. I just rewatched Black Panther, and yeah. so it's like the the good Black Panther versus the bad Black Panther, <laughs> where they have essentially the same exact abilities in the same suit, and they're like punching each other back and forth, and you're like, nothing's really happening. <laughs> Hell yeah! And the other thing I would say is that I I feel like this has been um, Owen Human as I hope I'm saying his last name right. Oh, Yeoman. 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 Owen yep. Yeoman. His. I want to say it's his best performance yet. I think he did a really good Rigsby in this episode. 
I think his Rigsby is good. I think the direction they've taken with Rigsby as a character in several arcs has been questionable. <laughs> he's, a, he's a dunce, okay? Like, and like, as we'll see in this episode, like, he will just form into whatever. Like, yeah. like this dude is 100% part of, like, four different pyramid schemes. Like, yeah. he cannot get out from under. They use, they use a term a lot in this episode, and the word is malleable. <laughs> he's, he's a malleable person. Agreed. Fully agreed. Yeah. The episode starts in a kind of like freaky Super way. Super dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's it's another it's another dopey Rigsby esque character walking down the street with with a with a body bag, a literal body bag around his shoulder, and he's he's like basically saying like he's like potatoes or something. But like everyone is like looking at him he's, like he's repeating a uh, like a catchphrase, and I forget what the exact words. It was something along the lines of like if you will it, like you'll be it, or, or it's something along, like it's some kind of like motto or something. Self isn't something you find; it's something you create. The more action yeah. you take, the more progress you make. And he just keeps saying yeah. it like he's he in a trance. Which spoiler. He in a trance. He's in a trance. I will say, I will say, this is gonna sound weird, but I appreciated how realistic they made how heavy a body is. Yeah, it was, he was knocking shit over left and right. Yeah, and he was like, like, like dragging it for a while. He was like picking it up, and then he would like walk two feet, and then like put it back down and like drag. <laughs> and he's a big like, dude, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But body, like that, that's like like your average person's what? Like uh, she's probably like 130 pounds yeah. or something like that. Something like that. Of yeah. like just like dead weight, literal literally. dead weight. <laughs> that's uh, so like as he's dragging this thing down the street, much to like the worry of everyone around him. Yeah, we get a we get a scene of the CBI officers. I think it's like uh, Cho, Lisbon, Jade. They're like in line waiting to go into their headquarters or something and they like look at this like lady in red i want to say and jade's like yeah she's having an affair which is like jade that's like your one move huh you just keep saying <laughs> well, before, before that he i think he's basically like challenging them to like make a cold read on her and oh, okay. he's like he's like joe what do you think he's like she's got allergies <laughs> Because he's like, well, she just sneezed. He was like, no, actually, she's having an affair. Like, you're just playing the odds right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe an affair. Come on. But, like, as they're kind of talking, this dude, like, opens up the door and he just drags his body in. There's blood. It's like a blood dra- like trail happening in it. And like everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? Is this where you were thinking of seven, where you like, where he's like, detective? <laughs> I, I mean, it also works. But they pull yeah. the guns and they're like, dude, like get like back away, <laughs> like what, what is going on? The guy's like, I'm just bringing these potatoes to you. I don't know what's what's happening wrong. Uh, but yeah, like like uh, Sacco said, this dude has been hypnotized. He's super hypnotized. Well, uh, before we continue on, did you notice that not one person, including Jane multiple times in this episode, can say the word hypnotized correctly? They all say hypnotized yeah. with an M. And it pissed me off every time because hypnotized is not a word. It's hypnotized. Hypnotized. I did not notice that, I but I will it. use that pronunciation for the remainder of this podcast. Do it. <laughs> hypnotize. I'm going to hypnotize my fist into your face next time I see you. <laughs> is that how the Biggie song goes? Hypnotize. What a good song. Yeah. But yeah, they like, so they, this guy comes in and they all draw guns on him because he has a dead body. Reasonable thing to like. So, okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Stop. Dude comes in with a bag that has a body in it. 
and he's got mm-hmm. the bag with the body and his hands afterwards are like just out. Three guns get drawn on him immediately. Mm-hmm. But a kid with a shotgun pointed at no, you. He has a he he does have his hand in his back. Pocket, uh, all right, and, all right, and, 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 yeah, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> take, like, take your hand out of your pocket. And he's like, what's the big deal? Like, I bring you. You're I'm, welcome. Is yeah, 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 because <laughs> so he he does he does in like a big trench coat. All right, there's only it's only one thing it could be a Tommy gun. Yeah, one Tommy gun. <laughs> but so yeah, Lights they like up a cigar. They put they push him up against the wall, and Jane like puts his hands in his face and like waves him in front of his eyes and he's like his pupils are dilated you you on drugs mister and the guy's like my name's Carl Resnick I don't do drugs crack is whack and he he holds <laughs> yeah. he hold like Jane <laughs> which is adorable by the yeah. way yeah <laughs> Jane holds his pulse and he's like his pulse is steady as a rock oh my god He's hypnotized. <laughs> Classic hypnotized. I wrote, I got, we got hypnotism, Villa. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And the, the guy's like, I brought potatoes to the police. And yeah, then hit the mentalist. I am sad we never crossed back to why they convinced him it was potatoes. I think just because. But, but Joe brings up, he's like, why not donuts? <laughs> We're cops. That's true. Well, he's pot- like, who? Who's gonna have a why, body bag why, filled with yeah, donuts? Potato. <laughs> potatoes are too. Donuts aren't heavy enough. Mm, that's a good point. Maybe like maybe. But what weighs more, a thousand pounds of iron or a thousand pound of feathers? A thousand pounds of iron, because iron's heavier video. than feathers. <laughs> oh my god! No, they're oh. the same. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't right. get it. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> The uh, what was oh god, um. So one of the big things we learned here is that like I I want to they're like hey listen like Jade wants to help fix this but he can't without a trigger. This this comes up a few times, but essentially in in the world of the mentalist, uh, you can which hypnotize is the real people, world, which yeah. is the real world. Uh, you can hypnotize people at will depending on how many mitochondrions you have. But <laughs> the important part is that you do a trigger, which which can be something as like we've seen Jane in the past do like a leg tap or something, or that in this was like case, the first it's like, episode could also be a code, a code word. Yep, auditory could be a banana. code word. Could be a smell. So, something, something to trigger the hypnosis. You know, <laughs> farts. <laughs> uh, and in this case, because this is one of the few times we've seen not Jane do it. Uh, he can't actually help them because he doesn't know what trigger that the other person used. He's like, it'll be easier to find whoever hypnotized this person so that they can tell us the trigger. Like, it's like it's not worth it. I just want to get back to my crossword puzzle. Yeah. Um. They, uh, what what happens here? Oh, um, they the victim's sister or they they identify the victim. Um, I forget Ma- what what's her name. Mary Beth Hendricks. Yes, and her sister has just flown in from like San Francisco, or like from out of San, town, San Francisco. Yeah, she flew up from San Fran, or flew Lindsay. down from San Fran, Lindsay. Yeah, the murderess, the murderer, Lindsay. Well, we don't know if she did the murder. No, do we do? She did. She yeah. She admits it. She admits that she <laughs> pulled the trigger. Yeah. Okay. She's she's to jump ahead. She specifically says she flies to San Francisco, rents a car, drives all the way back, shoots her sister, drives back, gets back on the plane, flies back, which seems like a lot of work. The perfect crime, Scott. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of work. Okay, that's like. Can you imagine how exhausted you would be after that? It's a lot of driving. I guess you could sleep on the plane. 
It's particularly funny if you think about that this was exactly Rigsby's theory in the in the painting episode. <laughs> yeah, that he like got drew, brought he gets, the boat, got a car. But if only Rigsby wasn't hypnotized, he was hypnotized. He would have figured it out. <laughs> it was, this was maybe that's why time. she went after Rigsby. It's Wait a true. minute, he's like this Wait a is the smartest guy in the room. The CBI is in San Fran. The CBI is in Sacramento, right? Yeah, I don't know. Why is Sacramento San Fran is like four hours, three hours? No, it's an hours? hour and twenty-two minute drive. Oh, easy. Why? It's, yeah, the com- it's the company's dime, dude. Well, she knew she was driving back to kill someone. You like can't... you don't want to fly like six hours away. <laughs> yeah, but like, why you ca- you can't even get a flight? I'm on Google Maps. There's no flights available. Well, when are you looking? Maybe they didn't because this murder situation. <laughs> yeah, maybe they canceled all the flights after yeah, that. Come on, who? Fl- you can't have a repeat. Well, you no, can't. There's... You can't put Magneto on a plane like that. I'm on. I'm on Southwest Airlines, Sacramento to San Francisco. There are literally no flights. So your issue, your issue with suspending to believe for this episode is that I'll, I'll believe hypnotism, <laughs> but I draw the line at an incorrect flight. There route. is no flight. From San Fran. It's stupid. SFO. It's stupid. To no, chalk it up. No, because no. like, why would <laughs> why would the CBI not go? What are you doing flying from Sacramento? Where's the flight? What, like, would you know? Like, what is going on here? There's got to be something there. Whatever. Fuck this. this is bullshit. It, Jade's way more excited about fucking talking to the to the employer because we find out the employer in this situation who employs both the sister and the victim is a. Uh, Dr. Daniel. Dr. Royston, Royston Daniel. Royston, Royston Daniel. Oh, that's a good Royston. first name. Yeah. That's a good first name. That's a D&D character's first that name. That is a that's good a D&D good, name. Yeah. Royston. Yeah, he could be the- this person specializes in hypnotism. Uh, he says something like, I forget what he says. But Neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. And, and then Jade's like, it's hypnotism. <laughs> it's fancy mumbo jumbo for hypnotism. Us, us normies call it hypnotism. No, actually, he says something worse. He, he says, he says, sneaky ways to influence people doesn't sound quite as catchy. <laughs> uh, and, which and, might be a which might be a crack on the book uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, it could be, but, yeah. But we get the we get the gang as well as the, uh, the which is a good book I recommend it the potato guy because they want to bring him along too to to show up at the convention or at the lecture hall. Uh, what happens here, Psycho? So they go. <laughs> I actually like this scene a lot. So they go. The scene was good. They That's go great. back. They go back to the lecture hall, uh, or they go to like the the model life center. That is that is the place where Doctor Daniels. Does his teachings and all that stuff, um, and they get they get there, uh, and it's it's they see this giant like billboard that says "Get what you want from whoever you want," and they're like, "It's a scam," but the lecture <laughs> and the like presentation's just about to start. So cut to the lecture room. It's like a college lecture hall, essentially university lecture hall. There's probably like 150 people in there, all just like listening. To Dr. Daniel's talk. And there's this guy, this older looking professor, gentleman, standing at the front of the room. And he's like, hey, everyone, I'm Dr. Royston Daniels. And I'm going to teach you the secrets of neurolinguistic programming. And like some other younger Jamoke comes walking out from behind the scene. <laughs> and uh, he's like, this, the professor, D- Royston keeps going. He's like, you might not believe in the power of trance, blah, 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 blah. 
and he notices the young guy and he's like, excuse me, get off the stage. This isn't the right time. And the young guy like grabs his arm and says, wake. And the dude who was Dr. Royston Tin is like, what the hell's going on? And he looks at the young guy and goes, Dr. Daniel, what, what's, what's happened? And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, thanks, Mike, for being a really good sport. Ta-da! <laughs> everyone starts clapping and like, stuff. Yeah. Holy shit! In the meantime, they're all hyped up. The best part, I think, one of the best parts is that Jane has run from the back of the classroom all the way down to the front, like sitting on the stairs. He's not even in a chair. He's sitting on the stairs, like clapping, and he's like. Yeah, 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 I Like, I want to talk. And, like, he interrupts him. Jane interrupts him in the middle of talking. He's like, I need to talk with you privately right now. Your boat's on fire. And he's like, I don't own a boat. And he's like, yeah, but, like, your assistant Mary Beth got shot. <laughs> She's very much dead. She's dead. And Liz comes down, flashes the badge. He's like, we're CBI. We got to talk to you. And so... Royston. I feel like I'd be pissed if I was taking this class. This dude does this badass move and it just dips like two minutes into the lecture. I feel and, bad. And I get the jamoke that does like the substitute yeah. teacher role. I feel bad for Mike, the dude who got hypnotized against his will and had to pretend to be Dr. Daniel. That guy didn't want to be <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> we never hear about his life yeah. story. No. Exactly. But maybe, maybe he picked that guy off the street. He's not even part of this. <laughs> but so, that, so Dr. Daniel called calls uh his his uh assistant rick up rick kellig or so Ke- keeling rick something um, this guy hair sneaked back just classic yeah. props, props, dude. props yeah. to the casting department 100 percent looks like the killer yeah this guy looks right very on. well acted i really like this guy because he's he plays that skeezy dude very well so they so the, he comes up and he starts to lead the seminar uh and then this is when they go talk to, what is it, Cho, not Cho, Rigsby and Jane talk to Daniel in his office? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Jane does a weird thing where he, like, hangs back, and I don't know that we ever know what he is doing. So, the as they're, like, bringing him out, um, the the doctor and the, the potato guy, like, meet face-to-face. And, and oh, it essentially yeah. confirms t- to Jane that, like, oh, okay, like. It's not him. It's yeah. not him, yeah. Um, which I think is all that really Jane cares about. Yeah, yeah, he's just trying to figure out who who done it. Yeah. Um. But they, yeah, they they bring they bring the the doc back to, or like they take him to his like office and they um interrogate him a little bit. Uh, do you remember what happens in this part, Scott? Uh, so in the office with the doctor. Riggs is basically like asking him a couple questions, like all pretty routine stuff. He basically, you know, everything is fine. You know, he, the assistant lady was really nice, but like they didn't really know each other on a personal level. Um, at one point, the sister comes in to give him a file and he's like, what are you doing here? Like, you should be home. Like, we will be fine here without you. Like, just go home and like mourn. And so she's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry for sorry for being here, sorry, and then she pieces out. Um, and then Jane does come in. Uh, I think it doesn't really go much of anywhere. He's they're basically trying to figure out like what you know what the connection is. But in back in the auditorium with Lisbon and uh, what's what's the guy's name again? The, Rick. the powder puff. Rick. T- Rick. Oh no, Carl. 
Carl Resnick Carl, is Carl, the yeah. uh, potato guy. Yeah. So Rick is leading the thing, and he's like amping up the crowd. And he's hype man. He's like, y'all feeling it? Y'all feeling it, baby? <laughs> Carl, I love Carl here because he's like, yeah. yeah. Carl is like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like feeling it. And then at one point, like Rick is going up through the crowd and like sees Carl and is like, what are you doing here? And then like looks at Lisbon and he just like fucking books it like out of the auditorium. Oh shit! Uh, I can't be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Lisbon proceeds to handcuff Carl to the banister and then then chase after Rick, tackle him onto a marble staircase. Why he decided to like run upstairs, I'll never know. Yeah, um, just run out the building. But at that point, Jane and uh, Rigsby are coming back from the office and Rigsby throw. I was going to be like, how many pairs of handcuffs does Lisbon carry on her? <laughs> and then then she like Rigsby tossed her another pair of cuffs so she could hand, handcuff Rick. Yeah, so they've got they've got the killer. Obviously, the killer has been caught. Yeah. <laughs> End um, scene. Back. They take him back to the CBI office and. Cho's been very effective, I want to say, in both these episodes and getting information. He's our number one interrogator. Yeah. He's the best. Yep. He, uh, he, he talks with the assistant, and um, he, he says something along the lines of, like, yeah, no, you, you look like you need a drink. And he's like, yeah, I could, I could use a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you offering? Yeah. And then Joe's uh, like, no, I'm not offering. Yeah. <laughs> Spill the beads. And the guy basically says, like, what, what he admits is that, like, he was trying to ask out the victim um, and was like pretty pretty definitive no. And he's like, all right, I'm going to drink my problems away. And he had like a, like a dozen drinks at a bar or something, and he said he blacked out. Um, the next thing he knows, he's he wakes up with a gun in his hand standing over the dead body of the victim, <laughs> like with, with basically the smoking gun, like she's clearly dead. And he's just like, oh, I fucked up real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and at th- at that point, he he, I want to say they he says that he hypnotizes Carl, right? Yeah, chose like so. Yeah, chose like so. You killed her, and then you you hypnotized Carl to frame him. And he yeah. was like, yeah. yeah, that dude, he's a cream puff. He calls him a cream puff. He's like, that dude's easy to hypnotize. He's a nerd. <laughs> It's, yeah. He said that they had like worked together on a couple activities or whatever, so he'd already put him under like a couple times, so it was easier at that point. Yeah. That's how you know the supervillain's so good because like Jade can't Jade can't hypnotize someone into hypnotizing someone else. Like no, that's, right? some, that's that's some that's, raw talent. It's hypnocentric er, <laughs> aception right there. Yeah, exactly. That's that's level two hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that uh, hypno, Scott. Just, get out of here. Just 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 Spider-Man pointing fingers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're yeah, it. Exactly. No, you're it. Um Oh, so yeah. So they, they he kinda gets gets the confession and like while this is happening, um we cut back to the to the center where uh Rigsby is still is like talking with the potato guy, he's still like asking questions and stuff. And so, like, Elizabeth walks in and, like, sits down and, and, like, is basically like, hey, listen, like, you know, we can wrap up here. Like, we got the confession from the assistant. Like, he was the one who did it. Um, and <laughs> to, to speaking to Rigsby and how he's such, <laughs> he's such a, a dope. <laughs> Anytime Elizabeth does, like, so, like, Elizabeth sits down, crosses her legs, to which Rigsby immediately crosses his legs. When she moves forward, like moves, like leans forward, Rigsby leans forward, and like he's just imitating exactly like, everything Lisbon's doing. Lisbon catches on almost immediately, and she's like, "What are you doing?" 
And like Rigsby looks over at the potato guy. The potato guy's like like nodding. He's like, yeah, no, keep, keep it up. Like this is gonna work. Because <laughs> he's, he's trying to like um, the, the terms modeling, modeling to, to gain more influence. Uh, with- <laughs> After she leaves you, he's, Rigsby's like, you said this was supposed to establish a rapport. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's another a good like red herring thing in the moment because after he does yeah. leave, uh, the the potato guy does like he like slams the table and like snaps and, his like, fingers snap. and yeah, points yeah, at yeah, him yeah, yeah. and it's like oh shit is that did he like hypnotize <laughs> him is that it like did he hypnotize the guy into hypnotizing himself is this villain a level three hypnotizer <laughs> <laughs> my god Jesus Christ it goes so I also deep. had that same thought when I saw that wow. maybe Carl was the guy yeah. And then they get then they get case closed pizza, and there's they no do, pineapple yeah. on it. No, but is the what case nice closed? No, there's no case closed. <laughs> what happens here, Psycho? Yeah, so basically they get their case closed pizza, um, and everyone's like s- essentially celebrating that they found Tegler as the killer, and um, Jane's like, no, I don't think that's it. Like, that's not what happened. And in the middle... Something's wrong here. Yeah, like... Something fish. Rigsby's Rigsby's like, no, we caught that. And and Van Pelt's like, and what do you think about that confession? And they, like, her and Cho low-five, and it's, like, super dope. They, like, lean across the desk. Like, it's real slick. And then Lindsay Hendricks shows up, and she's like, hey, I'm here. Like, Agent Lisbon, I'm here for my sister's effects. And Jane looks up and goes, Miss Hendricks do you think Rick Tegler killed your sister? And she goes, no, I don't think he did. And then Lisbon's like, son of a bitch, and pulls her in the <laughs> office, and they start asking her questions. Like, Jane, or Lisbon does make a uh, an annoying po- like point here. She's like, I didn't eat all this uh, victory pizza to have this case still be open. She, lady had one bite, yeah. Lisbon. You had one bite of pizza. I'm pot committed. <laughs> <laughs> one bite. And Rigsby, Come on. Rigsby didn't even get to take a bite because, like, she, Riggs, she was like, "Rigsby, yeah. well, go yeah. get, go get her stuff." Because well, Rigsby, this is why he gets dick. hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so, so like, they go talk to her, and she's confused as to how he got in the house, right? Because the idea was that he blacked out, got into the house, but Lindsay knew that Mary Beth hated this Rick guy, so. She wouldn't have let him in, and the door was just, like, opened, right? Like, it was just an open door. So she was very confused, and then she spills the beans that uh, Mary Beth and Royston were dating, and now Royston was, he was lying to the cops because he said that he didn't do, like, personal life, he didn't know anything about that. Um, And then everyone leaves, and Rigsby gets hypnotized. Well, we don't we don't find out about that part till later. But, but it's so good. Uh, but it's definitely what happens. They they send Van Van Pelt goes and picks up uh, the doc to, yeah. to bring him in for questioning, and the doc does his like baby Patrick Chain impersonation of like trying to intimidate her. Like he's like, oh yeah, I bet you like. He, you, like you look like someone that like has like a checkered past and stuff, and like <laughs> and Van Pelt's just like, yo, just get in the car, dude. I've worked with Patrick Jane for like six months, dude. This shit is this shit is fucking baby talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, your shit, shit's weak. I've been emotionally destroyed on several occasions. <laughs> so what I think is, I can't sleep. What I took from that one little thing, it was kind of poignant, is that in nine months, the CBI has had eighteen plus 
like aggressive murders they've had to investigate. Yo, but they close <laughs> cases. 18, yeah, they do. that's two. They're that's, the best. That's, These are just the ones we hear about. Right. Simply the best. But that's every other week they've had to close a murder case. <laughs> Why do you think they put up with Jade's bullshit? Yeah, they have to. They have closer. to. California uh, be bonkers. Uh, dude, he's, he's sleeping at the office for a reason. Insane. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they take him in and Eve. you know chose trying to get some information from him and like the whole CBI office is there like kind of watching. Uh, this guy's like a brick wall. He's just like, nope, nope, I don't know who she is. He, I'm I'm just a doctor. Never heard of her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who who is it? Uh, Mary Beth. Uh, Jane's like, yeah, you could. Uh, this dude's not breaking eye contact. Clearly, like the, he's not on the level. And Rigsby's like, all right, let me let me try. Let me take my hand at him. I'm I'm pretty good at this stuff. And so they're like, yeah, sure, go in there. Why not? So he comes in and um, he like sits down next to the guy. And he's like, all right. So I don't even know. I don't even remember if Rigsby says anything. But I I want to say the doctor guy's like, all right. Like, can I just go? Like, and you. This is nothing here. And then, like, pretty viciously, Rigsby yeah. takes his head, or the 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 hypnotist's head, and just slams it down hard onto the yeah. fucking table. Yep. Uh, Cho, like, immediately, like, you know, pull, like, he's, like, shoves him, and, like, he's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, Lisbon, like, is like, give me your gun. Like, they're, they're yeah. like, dude, you, like, really <laughs> fucked this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the, and like the, the guy immediately confessed he's like oh my god right, I was I, we were fucking like, like please stop yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want me to say I'll do it I did it it's like a scene on a fucking the dark night <laughs> yeah slams um, and breaks his nose it was great like the whole you know the whole team's like restraining uh, him and this is when Jane's like oh fuck Rigsby got hypnotized like Shit. If, you, if you want, if you want a great copy again from the wiki, yeah. the, the summary of this is: Out in the hall, Lisbon demands his badge and gun, asking if he knows what he's done. Jane stares at him. Oh dear, he's hit. <laughs> oh, oh me, oh my. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and but the the funniest part is that Rigsby doesn't think he's been hypnotized. Jane's like. Yeah. Dude, you've been hypnotized. And he's like, oh, I've been hypnotized, have I? No, yeah, you have. You have, Rigsby. You're and you're very much hypnotized. You're going to kill more. You're going to kill if we don't get you out of this hypnosis. <laughs> wow. What 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 happens next, Sacco? Uh so they, they're talking with Rigsby, like, you know, sitting down, and Rigsby's just kind of like hanging out. And Jane explains that. When people are under hypnosis, they become more suggestible. They'll do the things that they want to do, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so so Jane's like, all right, just work with me here for a second, Rigsby. Just close your eyes. Just just close your eyes for a second and relax. And he's like, don't, don't tell me what you want to do. Don't say what you want to do. Just think about the thing that you most want to do right now. Anything in the in the world world's your oyster just do it and they like he sits there for a minute and he opens his eyes and jane goes so what are you gonna do and rigsby <laughs> gets this stupid shit-eating grin on his face <laughs> looks right at van pelt who's standing in the corner and van pelt's like oh no and rig no van pelt gets up and starts to leave before like yeah like it really is. yeah and R- rigsby like, i don't know how this is gonna turn out <laughs> rigsby runs over and just lays a big old smooch on her 
They be smooching. Yeah. And then very weirdly, he's like, okay, cool. That was fun. I got to go now. I have to be in a place. Bye. And like, goes, so there's, goes there's two things on. I wanted to bring up with that. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was, so the, the first thing I wanted to bring up is, and I don't, I, I wish the whole episode had this. I feel, but like the scene, the way it read to me, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're already dating because, um, when when uh, Jane says that, and then Rigsby like looks up, smiles at Van Pelt, like Van Pelt almost like rolls her eyes and like tries to walk yeah. away because she's like, "All right, like this, is, like fuck, <laughs> like I yeah. already can tell what's gonna happen here," and like I I like. I hope that's because that would be really cool if they're like already fucking like hooking up on the side. The Sneaky show hasn't dating. quite like mentioned it, yeah. um, but I, I feel like by the end, it, I don't know if I can quite follow that theory. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I got here is that like, yo, Jane, how much of a creep are you? Because like <laughs> as they're as they're making out, Jane's like, oh yeah, that's what that's I'm talking about. <laughs> oh like, yeah, fucking baby. what, dude? And and Van Pelt, he's like, well, he's hypnotized. And Van Pelt's like, well, fucking unhypnotize him, you idiot. What the fuck, man? He's like, I can't do that. We talked about this earlier. You weren't paying attention when I gave you my hypnosis class. We got to have the specific trigger or he's just going to say hypnotize. And then he's like, all right, I'm out. Bye. Puts his jacket on and everyone's like, Rigsby, stay here. Rigsby, no. It's It's like a child walking closer and closer to like a hot stove or something you're like no don't 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 you touch that and he just keeps walking and jane's like van pelt go say something to him he'll listen to you grace and she runs up she's like hey wayne why don't you just come sit with me like stay here and he's like yeah that's cool but just for a minute because i gotta go do weird shit and that's kind of the end of that places to be baby yeah and i think that's the end of that scene right um, at, while they're like kind of distracting, I want to say it's like Van Pelt and Jane that are like on Rigsby duty while Cho and, uh, Lisbon, uh, get some information that Tiger got out on bail. Um, and so like they drive over to kind of meet with him. They're like, all right, like this guy, like basically got convicted of murder. Like how did he get out on 50 K bail? Um, <laughs> like, as maybe like the judge is up, hypnotized. Maybe, dude. That's it goes all the way to the top, dude. I, I love it. It was um. So uh, Tigler, Tigler, like or no? What's his? Is his name Tigler? Tigler, Rick Tigler, yeah, Tigler. He's like, I'm free, baby. I'm a free man. <laughs> I'm breathing in some fresh air. You can't touch me. And the guys like, and they're like trying to explain to him, like, hey, listen, like, you were hypnotized, and like. They used you to kill somebody. Like, don't you think you might be a loose end? And the and he's like, you cops will try anything yeah, to get me. Fuck like, <laughs> Tigger out. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs and is free? That's Tigler, baby. And he goes and hops in a taxi. <laughs> yeah, I did expect him as he was walking across that street to walk into traffic. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> just get pummeled. Well, that, that'll happen. Don't <laughs> just not with Tigler. Yeah. Um, so, so as, as he's dipping, um, we get, we get Rigsby walking around child's playground. You do, you do get a little tidbit of information though in that scene because you find yeah. out who posted his bond and oh, it's, right, yeah. it's the model life center incorporated. Mm-hmm. So it's not a name, but like that organization posted the 50 K for him. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Ah, uh, thank you. And, mm-hmm. uh, we, the next scene we have is um, 
is Rigsby like walking around a child's playground uh, with Jane and Van Felt poly, like following him like these parents. Um, this is his like happy place is to like sit down and like be with other children uh, like having fun in the playground. Um, as he's sitting down, uh, what's his face? Oh God. Jane takes the opportunity to like hypnotize him and like himself. Um, and then he's, he starts like trying to figure out what like the, the trigger like, um, is and he's like patting him like on the leg, like trying to do anything. And, and like Rigsby's like, stop, stop. Don't do and he like starts like freaking out. Um, and Van Pelt's like, yo, like, like, stop. Like, this is not going the way, <laughs> like, this is not good. And Jade's like, no, I got to keep doing it. Like, this is just a defense mechanism. And he, like, he keeps trying to figure it out. Um, and then at some point, Rigsby's like, he's just like, ah, oh, fuck it. And he just, he just runs away. Um, and I, I don't know why, but I found this fucking scene hilarious because, uh, they're like, oh, should we follow him? And, and then Jade's like, he's let him go. He's in too deep. If we try and stop him, he might get hurt. And then immediately after Jade says that, it cuts back to Rigsby running straight into oncoming traffic <laughs> and, and nearly gets hit by two different cars and then cut back to, <laughs> to Jade and Van Pelt, like their faces, and they're like, oh my god, he just died. He almost just died. <laughs> it's, the one, the, oh, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, the one tidbit we do get from that is Jane does allude that Rigsby has some deep-seated childhood trauma. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And Van, Van Bell, I think, is like, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. It's that's Fuck, I'm not man. gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Seems I rude on that out. That's super mean. <laughs> what I what I also think is a little strange here, and Sarah brought it up while we were watching, she's like, Do you think as another parent at the at the playground, like with your kids swinging, you'd be a little uncomfortable with a like two grown men looking and just staring directly at your child on the swings. Cause the whole thing was like, Jane was like, watch the swing set. Wow. And he's watching the swing set, just staring at children. Like it's a little <laughs> weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but yeah, I didn't like it. It was strange. He wrecked by himself by running in dog coming traffic. So he did. He he's did. totally normal. Yeah. Almost died. <laughs> Uh, and that, and then we we get to the uh, everything comes to a head. What happens here, Scott? Um, so they well, it comes out later that Jane had placed a tracker on Rigsby, but Rigsby mm-hmm. heads back to the modern modern life center, ideal life center, model whatever. model model life center, the ideal model <laughs> life center. Yeah, uh, and basically we find ourselves on the roof of the building. Um. Lindsay has a gun drawn, or or yeah, do we do we get so, that either? Do we get the office first? We get, we get the, the office. office. We, we get the yeah. office because because it's like Rigsby trying to fight like fight. It's like oh, he's gonna go take in the doctor. But yeah, yeah. He's so the doctor like is, doctor is tied to a chair, and Lindsay has a gun drawn. Uh, Rigsby shows up, and basically Lindsay's like trying to like is clearly the mastermind at this point we understand she's basically playing the angle that like he the doctor is like a bad person who's hurt women playing on rigsby's desire to protect women um and basically saying like we need to like like get rid of him um and so they bring he ends up dragging him up to the roof um at which point we get uh we get jane appearing on the roof uh 
being like, haha, I planted a tracker, I've got this all figured out. And then Lindsay being like, well, actually, I have a gun, so... Was was like, was Jane holding, like, a Garmin GPS from 2007? Yeah, he had, like, literally, yeah. like, a little, like, Garmin GPS. No. Um, and then, and then <laughs> well, actually, Jane's like, what we've got here is a Mexican standoff, because Lisbon appears from behind the... From, from behind the, the place where there's actually the entrance to the roof. Well, so J- apparently Jane says, like, time. basically, he's like, well, I also got a gun. And he's like, Lisbon... Yeah. <laughs> get in here uh so lisbon then appears to the gun is like you know drop the gun like this is all this gone wrong and then Lindsay's like well actually i knew this would happen and then uh tegler shows up oh tegler baby (laughs) i forgot about the free man i was watching Uh, this and i so badly wanted for lisbon to be like yo why don't you come on and then her to then then tegler to be like yeah but carl and he carl come on in I was never ending. That might have been a bridge too far, but I, I uh, bet they probably filmed that. But they're like, "All right, this is this <laughs> yeah, is too goes, hokey, even for yeah, us." Would have yeah. been so good. Uh, but been. so at that point, that Lisbon un, unwillingly gives up her gun, and uh, Lindsay basically starts playing like this ploy. Like Jane's clearly trying to like talk her down from the ledge and be like, "Look, this you're not in control. Like this whole situation's got completely like out of hand." Look how many people have died. Uh, we do at this point, I think. Is this where she confesses to what happens, or is that yeah. afterwards? Yep. So, yeah. So, so here she, yep. yeah. So she basically she says like, well, you know, he she was in love with the doctor, but he never returned those feelings, um, and he only cared about Mary Beth, and that she thought that when Mary Beth was dead, that then she would see her. But then this whole thing we saw in the office, which seemed pretty innocuous, where he was like, "Go home, we'll be fine without you." Like, was her breaking point apparently in addition to the breaking point that happened before she killed her sister? Um, she calls her like it, a dumb cow, or like her sister yeah, a dumb yeah. cow, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Mean. yeah, I don't know. Um, but at that point, I think Rigsby knocks out the doctor. Um, I think he like punches him out or something. Yep. Um, and then, and then starts this ploy with like, Oh, like Rigsby, isn't it, isn't the, like the, the beach is so nice right now. Like, wouldn't you like to go for a night swim? Like take the doctor for a night swim. Uh, so he starts like dragging the chair towards the edge of the building. And then Jane is like, look, you like, you're not in control of the situation. Like you do it. And then she's like, actually, I think Patrick Jane would like to go for a swim, Rigsby. And so he, she brings me, grabs Patrick Jane. And he immediately is like, no, Rigsby, like, this is like, I didn't mean it. We're totally cool. Like, it's fine. So uh, and they get, yeah, this, this ruled because like Jane's like, no, no. And then he's like, he points down there. He's like, look. Look, Rigsby, there's the sharks. sharks. There's sharks over there. It brings me like, ah, sharks. <laughs> he freaks out. He's like, oh, no, there's sharks. <laughs> and then it's literally fucking, Lindsay has to be like, no, no, no Rigsby, no Those aren't sharks, Rigsby. <laughs> it's it's a mental battle between, yeah, between the two of them. Uh, uh-huh. And at which point, I think she... I think she like grabs the doctor's shoulder or she, something. She, she, she goes to get his shoulder to like oh, okay. to like reassert control, and that's when Jade's like, and then Jade "Oh, it's the shoulder!" The shoulder, yeah. <laughs> so he grabs the shoulder. Rigsby immediately like snaps out of it and is like, "Gun!" And then, ta- <laughs> and then tackles Lindsay to the ground, uh, and the situation sort of resolves itself from there. Lisbeth um, immediately disarms the other guy. Too, yeah, like she's like, "Okay, yeah, all right, everything's good." 
Yeah. And then I think at that like once everything dust settles that like they turn to Rigsby and like untie the doctor cuz <laughs> you re- you've been re- a real turd this whole time. Been a big uh, dumb idiot. There was uh so and like I'm usually not great at like noticing this kind of stuff, but there was some really good like lighting stuff in this whole scene. Um there was a lot of like red hues everywhere, just like mm. um, like focusing like darkness, a lot of like sh- shadows and darkness, a lot of like the red lighting, um, and like very much like theater like one one type stuff that it's like like super like blatant in your face, uh, and actually the scene where Rigsby like <laughs> like uh, when he stops being entranced, like you could literally see his his face covered in red and then it slowly turns blue <laughs> like it's He's just good now it's just so funny because i'm like normally like I'm, I'm not great at like noticing that kind of stuff but because of you know like we're focusing on this for a podcast stuff i like it was like i was like oh god this is so in your face <laughs> yeah aggressive yeah but i totally would not have noticed it <laughs> in yeah. most cases still yeah, i mean it worked i was like okay yeah like this is an intense like lighting scene yeah, and so as they they cuff Lindsay, James tells Rigsby that he was in a trance state, and Rigsby still doesn't believe that he was ever in a trance. I guess he's just okay with like blacking out and all of a sudden being on a rooftop with a gun, and it's like that's totally normal. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I did like the scene after, so they're back at the office, everything's wrapped up, and it's just basically a series of them like razzing Rigsby for being like an idiot and getting put on <laughs> put under. Yeah, but the he's, reason he's like trying to brag, right? Yeah, he's the reason like, yeah, razz like, your business. He's like, he's like, I don't know. Suddenly, I came out of him. Boom. Just had to take her down, you know? And they're all like, yeah, dude, you took down, like, a hundred-pound lady. Good job, pal. (laughs) Excellent work. work. Except for all the stuff leading up to it. (laughs) The fact that you got hit. he's like, no, she had a gun. Like, listen, she's strong with a gun. I mean... And then he, and then I think there's also a bunch where he's, he's like, I didn't do anything when I was under. And they were like, you know what you did. And he was like, no, seriously. Like, did I do anything? And they were like, you know. The, so every, it's, it's everyone, Van Pelt. Yeah. Van Pelt's like, okay, so like, you don't remember anything. And like, Rigsby's not looking at her. He's like, yeah, nope. Uh, I, everything, I, I don't, I didn't do anything. I hope I didn't do anything weird. And Van Pelt's like, basically, like, all right, like basically rolls her eyes and just like leaves. And like, everyone's just like, you fucking idiot. Like, you know, we know that you know and he's and he's just like he's like nope i i don't know what you're talking about i did like at the end the very end of it jane's like it'll come to you and then touches him on the shoulder and walks away yeah Yeah, if he He didn't know before he definitely knows at that point jane does call him a coward though which is great yeah (laughs) coward also there was a little thing when when jane was like oh yeah she's a pretty good hypnotist she's almost as good as me she's close yeah ish like jane just has to be the best at everything he cannot yeah he cannot be second fiddle like and like dude this this lady was clearly better than him <laughs> when yeah. he won't admit it. she hypnotized a guy to hypnotize <laughs> another guy that's rad as hell she had right, layers have, upon layers of this fucking i have a question for you guys hit me what if jane has hypnotized the cbi oh dip like already, I'm sure he has. Yeah. No, I mean, like, what if him being like allowed to be part of the CBI? Oh, be- the initial uh, <laughs> season eight, the series finale. He taps them all in weird spots on their <laughs> legs and stuff, and they're all like, 
who the fuck are you? <laughs> Patrick Jada. Does he think about all the stuff he gets away with, why he was allowed to be there in the first place? <laughs> the fact that they are often very suggestible to ideas he has that are clearly illegal and or highly morally questionable. The only one that isn't is sleep uh, even Lisbon does. Even Lisbon? Yeah. Because he says that they can't go against their moral character. They just are would be more suggestible <laughs> to things they might be willing to do. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree that he has hypnotized Rigsby Cho. He probably tri- hypnotized yeah. all of them at some point. Cho? Um, yes. Uh, well, I yeah. would say that he's 100% tried to tried on everyone. Yep. A hundred percent. I believe he has. Yeah. I don't think maybe not dead pelt because he hasn't had the time. It's but. only nine months. I don't think Cho's oh. taking the cheese on that one. <laughs> I believe Cho believes he didn't take the cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> All right. fair. that's fair. Cho has proven himself to be slightly questionable at certain times and also deathly afraid of things he doesn't <laughs> yeah. quite understand. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He would block that out of his memory for yeah. sure. He would choose to forget even if he did remember. Fair. <laughs> yeah, no, I I really like this episode. I, I thought it was know. a cool episode. It was it was a good episode. I think I think this to me was akin to like the bomb episode where it was like them very much doing like a kind of like wacky non-regular take on it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed like the those kind of episodes. Yeah, yeah this one was I, good. I, the bomb one was probably more unique, but this one yeah. was still it still felt like a little bit of a change on the um it's chocolate chip to vanilla, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not rocky road, but it's like there's is, there's a little extra sauce in as it. As a question totally unrelated, is chocolate chip ice cream good? I fucking love chocolate chip ice cream. Really? Yeah, wait, why is that yeah. it's like fine to me. I think I'd rather a vanilla than a chocolate chip. Yeah, I so would agree it, with so that. Yeah. I do I think it depends that the the it depends so much on the chocolate that they use in it because you have to use really good quality chocolate, otherwise it gets rock hard <laughs> and then it is not as enjoyable. Like it's it's to me, I'd like vanilla is good, chocolate chip cookie dough is good, chocolate chip is just like bleh. It's like fine. I see I like chocolate chip more than chocolate chip cookie dough. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah. I just I just a curious Ice it's cream like, question. It, it's like cheese pizza versus pepperoni pizza. They're both good. They're both good ass pizzas. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, they're, they're good yeah, pizzas. Pass on the pepperoni. That's just me. Yeah. Well, I mean, if mm. if you can make a really good cheese pizza, like I, I mean, that's, that's the class. That yeah, is. The cla- you can put it's the classic, the gold reason. standard. You yeah. can put whatever yeah. you want on top of that, but gotta have a I good base. You, I think. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's my yeah, chocolate no, chip. I. Uh, <laughs> I would say pepper like the thing with pepperoni pizza is if you have a mediocre pizza, a pepperoni a mediocre pepperoni pizza is way better than a mediocre cheese pizza. I would agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I guess. But I don't that to me is like the whole condiment game, right? It's like A1 sauce on a steak. Like what are you what are you hiding? <laughs> no, that's, what like, are you hiding? No, here? so that's different, right? Like you and you have to go it's to the mediocre land. A1 sauce on a steak from the 99 on a bad steak is okay, right? A1 A1 it tastes like A1. <laughs> right. A1 sauce on a good steak is not a good thing cuz then your steak tastes like A1 and I want to taste the steak. A good cheese pizza saying, you though. don't need to add stuff to, you have the ability to add stuff to. A mediocre cheese pizza you want to add stuff to cuz you want to you want to knock down the mediocreness by adding good shit. 
Would you rather way easier to get like, I feel like you could, it's very, or it's relatively easy to make a good steak, you know, like you don't need too many like tools. Like you just need to buy a A good steak. steak. Yeah. Like getting a really good cheese pizza is like, can be pretty difficult, you know, like it's it's, hard to make a good cheese pizza. It takes talent. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, or you just literally might have to drive 40 minutes out of your way to buy a good pizza. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any any final thoughts, you guys? Or no? Oh, he. he yeah, I don't, we we can't. Him right now. <laughs> he can't even gotta, get through it, dude. Yeah. We gotta reshoot. We gotta reshoot the he whole was, thing. Can you believe he's about to talk shit about episode eighteen? I know, right? It's fucked this up, oh, dude. He looks drunk kid. in his picture, right? Now. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, let me let me finish for the audience. He said he he's typing to me right now. It says, "I was so wrong about episode 18. Uh, you guys are right. Sarah was also right. I don't know why I thought episode 18 was bad. I am dumb. Okay, yeah, yeah, he, yeah that That's, checks out. That, that checks is out. Chris Sacco signing out, ladies actually, and gentlemen. He was actually he was actually hypnotized to to say that it was a bad episode. <laughs> oh wait, he's, by the killer. He's saying one. He said, "I am a big poo poo head." Yeah, he also said that he smells like farts. I don't know why he hmm. would say that on air, yeah. but that's weird. I but a simple sign off would have would have been sufficed. Yeah, but I didn't need you didn't need to go that deep. That is Chris Ackle, ladies and gentlemen. We also yeah. have Scott Lee. The vat is filled with soup. You have a spoon in your hands. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> That's not a riddle. <laughs> you know what to do, Abeg. I, I I do know what to do. Alright, but I, I am I am a big masseur. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. But are you the soup? <laughs> I guess in this situation is it like is it like the butter thing where you like you gotta turn your way the, you gotta, the mouse to turn, turn the, the butter, butter turn, you turn that milk into butter how's your how's your uh, how's your impersonation of Christopher Walken not good you're not, <laughs> not even gonna try it to, not, even, not good enough to try and find yeah, is it you're good enough to, <laughs> ladies uh, and gentlemen good the night <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> I, I'm not even maybe maybe yeah. on maybe another episode but I'm not even gonna speak it you know what to do. <laughs> All right, later. Because it's special when you stand out from the rest. When you know that.